Welcome to our brand new series, Refocus. You know, I think over this past year, there have been so many distractions and things trying to steal our focus. Our world has inundated us with fear and despair and anger. And it's time for us to recognize what we've been focusing on and press a reset button. It's time to refocus, to focus on the things that Jesus focused on. And that's what we're going to be looking at in this six-week series. And I hope that you will be part of this series in a community of other women. You know, I think that we get so much more out of something when we're able to process it and discuss it with others. So if you haven't yet joined one of our connect groups, you can do that by simply going to the Bridge Women page on our website, thebridgechurch.tv, or if you're not in our area or you're just not able to join one of those groups, make your own group. Invite some girlfriends, invite women in your family to do this with you. And then I encourage you to get a notebook, a journal that you can take notes as you go through this. And I believe we're going to see God do something great in our lives and help us reset and refocus on the things he focused on. And today, as we launch into the first session of this series, I am so excited because I have this amazing group of women here joining me. And I just want to thank you all for being here. And uh, we're just going to do some teaching and have a little bit of conversation around this topic of refocusing. And so I want to start by just asking this question, what is focus? What would you say focus is? I think focus is having a definite thing in mind. Good. Yes, having a definite thing in mind. I like that. I think it's what you give your attention to. Absolutely. Yeah, being intentional, I think, too. Good. Yes. I think when you take that big picture and you narrow it down to what's important. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's so many things out there and we have to zoom in. (laughs) You know, by definition, focus means to give our attention to, to concentrate on, and to bring into clear view. So really, exactly what you ladies have said. Perfect. That is the definition of focus. And you know, sometimes our focus or our attention can take a shift and it can get on things that it really doesn't need to be on. Distractions can divert our focus. Anybody ever notice that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and you know, we, we tend to focus and give our attention to so many different things. And for one thing, we give our attention to things that we enjoy, right? Things that we like. I know my husband, he loves old cars. So when we first got married, we'd be driving down the road and he'd point out this old car. Oh my gosh, look at that car. Isn't that cool? And I'm looking around going, 
what car? Oh, that piece of junk? Really? Seriously? <laughs> like, I never would have even noticed it because that's not on my radar, but it totally gets his attention because it's something he's interested in. Now, I love, like, home decor and things like that, so we might go in somewhere, and I'll notice some decor and comment on it, and he'll be like, huh? What decor? Where? (laughs) You know, so we all do that. We give our attention to things that we like, things that we enjoy. But then there's also other things that we give our attention to, our focus to, and a lot of things we focus on are the responsibilities of life, right? I mean, we all have a lot of responsibilities in our lives, and we have to give our attention and our focus to those things. And then this past year has definitely brought a lot of distractions. And there's been so many things fighting and pulling for our focus. Would you agree? Yeah, it's been a crazy year. So let me ask you, have you ever found it difficult to focus when there's so many things fighting for your attention? Yes, absolutely. I think all of us could say yes to that. So tell me what things fight for your attention. Our children and relationships. Yes. Our husbands. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes, our families. Right, work, definitely. Yes, the news, the media, right. Yes, anything else? Yes, the responsibilities of daily life, of running a home, of course, yes. What about a few other things? What about our appearance? Does that ever fight for our attention? (laughs) Spending time fixing our hair, fixing our face, picking out our clothes, maybe... uh, searching current fashion trends. I don't know what <laughs> what you might do, but there, our appearance, we give attention to that and it fights for our attention. What about social media? Social media can be an awesome tool. Absolutely, no question about it. But I have to be honest, Uh, Sometimes I don't want to get on social media because it can be such a time zapper. You know, I can think I'm just going to get on to check one thing, and an hour later, (laughs) I didn't even check the thing I (laughs) started out going to check because I just started scrolling. And so I think it's something we need to be... aware of and cautious of too. And I mean, there's just constantly things fighting for our attention. I mean, even yesterday, I'm working, I'm on my laptop, and I realize, oh, I've got to change my settings because my emails are constantly popping up in the corner of my screen. And, you know, it's the email account that you give to all the stores because every store wants your email address. So pop up, sale at this store, pop up, sale at this store, pop up, sale at this store. And I'm like, oh, leave me alone. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, that store's having a sale? Oh, 
<laughs> oh, that story? Oh, oh, wait, maybe I need to check that out. And then I get a notification from the neighborhood app saying, in your neighborhood, there's an amazing rainbow outside right now. You better check it out. So I'm like, yeah, I don't want to miss that. So, <laughs> so I run outside. I never saw any rainbow, but... <laughs> Anyways, I am at the top of the list of being easily distracted. (laughs) I think it's human nature. I think we can all be distracted. So we've got to be aware of that. And I think it's really good for us to stop and have times where we evaluate and, and ask ourselves, what am I focusing on? I want to ask you all to think about it. What have you been focusing on lately? I want to ask those of you watching this video to think about that. Maybe you even want to take a moment and pause the video for 60 seconds or so and just think about that and jot down the things that you have been focusing on lately. You know, it's so important that we recognize those things because our focus is critical. It's so important. And I want us to take a moment and talk about why our focus is so important. You see, our focus will determine the path and the course that our life takes. So ultimately, our focus determines our future. And that's a big deal. So we've got to really recognize where we are focusing. Proverbs 4.23, it says, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Our heart, that's the very core, the center of our being. So we've got to guard what we allow our heart to focus on. We've got to do it with all diligence because everything flows out of it. Another version says that the issues of life flow out of it. And that word in the original writings, it really means the parameters or the boundaries of life. So we could say that our focus will outline our life. Our focus will determine the boundaries of our life. Our focus will determine if we live a small, limited, contained life or if we live a large, full, expansive, flourishing life. Let me give you some examples. If we're constantly focused on negativity, on um, this will never work, I can never do it. Maybe there's something you want to do and you're just thinking, it'll never work. I'm not able, I'm not equipped, I could never do that, it's never going to work. You know what's going to happen? We're never going to do it. It's not going to work. But if we have our focus on the fact that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He's given me the mind of Christ. He's equipped me for every good work. If we have our focus on his promises, that the Holy Spirit is with us as our helper, that then we're going to walk into whatever it is that we need to do. He's going to help us. He's going to be with us. He's going to strengthen us, give us the wisdom we need and the strength to do it. Another example, if we stay focused on our hurts and pains of the past, we're going to stay there. We're not going to move forward. We're going to live a life right there as a victim. 
But instead, if we choose to allow our focus to shift and focus on the fact that God heals the brokenhearted, that he is a healer, if we put our focus there and put that pain in his hands and ask him to bring his healing into our lives, then we're going to experience that healing. We are going to experience victory rather than remaining a victim. And our story is going to become a testimony that will help others. And that's when we walk into that expansive life filled with his purposes. You see, the boundaries of our life are determined by our focus. The Bible stresses the importance of focus. I want to share a few verses with you. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 25 through 27. It says, Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or the left. Remove your foot from evil. Okay, it's telling us stay on track. Don't get pulled off to the side. Don't get distracted. Colossians 3, 2, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. We need to keep our focus on God and what he wants our focus to be on, not in all these things going on around us. And then Hebrews 12, verses 1 and 2. I love these verses. It says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. He is telling us to run our race with our eyes fixed straight ahead on Jesus and on the example Jesus gave us. But what do we do? We're in our lane and we're running our race and then we kind of look over. Mm, I I like the way her lane looks over there. Mm, I don't know. Her little running outfit is way cuter. Um, (laughs) Oh, I really like how she's gifted to do what she's doing in her lane. So I just want to step over here into her lane. And what happens? We cause a collision, right? And then we make it impossible for us to run our race. We got our eyes off of Jesus. We got our eyes in someone else's lane. And not only does it affect us running our race, it affects others running their race. We cause a collision and we knock people out in the process. So we have got to learn to run our race with our focus fixed on Jesus. And sometimes that means we have to refocus. Anyone ever had to refocus? Maybe even just in certain areas of life? We all have to do it from time to time. So I want to talk about how we do that. How do we refocus when our focus has gotten off track? I want us just to talk about two really simple things. First of all, recognize what we've been focusing on. Okay? All throughout the day, 
We focus on so many different things. I want to put a challenge out to all of you here, to everyone watching this video, okay? I want to challenge you to do something for the next few weeks. Set a timer on your phone three times a day. Set it to go off morning, you know, maybe an hour or so after you get up, sometime midday, and then before you go to bed. And every time it goes off, I want you to have a note, whether it's a note on your phone or a notepad, whatever you like to use, but something you can have with you every time that timer goes off, and write down what you're focusing on at that moment. Do it for a few weeks, or do it throughout this series, and you will begin to see patterns. You will begin to see where your focus really lies and what things are fighting for your attention, okay? Because if we're going to refocus, we have to be aware of what we focus on, okay? So that's the starting point to refocus is recognizing what we're focusing on. For myself, when my heart is in turmoil, if I stop and recognize what's going on up here, I always discover that that's the problem because I'm focusing on something I don't need to be focusing on, okay? So recognize what we're focusing on. And then the second thing is intentionally shift focus. I know it sounds easy, <laughs> but we've got to remind ourselves to do these things. Romans 12.2 tells us not to be conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. You know, I think we're told to do this in the Word because we all need to do this if we're going to become more like Jesus, all right? It's an ongoing process. It's not a one-time thing. But I love that the Word gives us practical help to how to do do that. And 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5, it tells us to take every thought captive and bring it into the obedience of Christ. So what does that mean? We've got these crazy thoughts going on up here, getting focused on things we don't need to be focused on. It's our job to capture those thoughts, to take them captive and then bring them to the obedience of Christ. What does that mean? We bring it to the word of God. And we say, wait, does this line up with the word of God? Mm, no, if it doesn't, then we need to replace it with what God's word says. So maybe, maybe you've been in a situation where there's a, a financial difficulty, maybe loss of job for you or your spouse, and, and you're struggling financially. What starts going on up here? thoughts of fear might start to come, right? So what do we do? We take those thoughts captive and we bring it to the word of God. And we see the word of God says that he will supply all of my needs according to his glorious riches, right? And so we replace that fear. We say, no, I'm not going down that road of fear. I'm going to believe God's word. God, you said you're going to supply my every need. You said you're going to take care of me. You'll never leave me. You'll never forsake me. So that's what I'm going to cling to, okay? So that's how we intentionally shift our focus. You see, the word of God is critical to getting our focus back on track. So time in the word is vital. And I know 
everyone can say, oh, I've got such a busy life. It's so hard to figure out how to get time in the word. We can't afford not to. I know if I have a day not in the word, I know what happens to me and it's not a pretty sight. (laughs) We really can't afford not to be in the word. And so however full your schedule is, whatever you have going on, find the time to do that. And you know, I heard a young pastor's wife uh, tell this story that she's got little ones at home and and her husband would go to the office and then he'd come home and and then you know family time and dinner and and she wasn't getting that time that she needed and she's thinking here I am a pastor's wife and I have got to get in the word so they talked about it and they decided when he gets home from the office she gets in the car she goes and parks down the street wherever, wherever she could find a, a spot to park. And she sits in her car with her Bible and her journal. And she takes that hour, just her and the Lord. And then she comes back home and they have their evening together. Dad got his time with the kids. They get their evening together. And, you know, sometimes we have to be creative in how we find the time. But ask God to help you. If you're struggling with that, ask him to help you and he will help you find the time because it's of utmost importance to him that we find the time. So he's going to help us do that. All right. You know, in this session today, our first introductory session in this series, there's just a couple carryaways. I think if we can walk away from this session just really understanding that our focus determines our future. Our focus is so powerful. It determines our future. And secondly, it is our responsibility to recognize when our focus gets off track and refocus. No one else can do that for us. It is up to us. And so... I just want to say, if your focus has gotten off track at all, don't beat yourself up, okay? Let go of the past so you can reach for what's ahead by simply deciding today to refocus. I want to pray for you today. Father, God, we just come before you right now. And Father, I just pray for all of these women who are watching, who are here with me. God, I pray that you would help all of us to recognize the things that we've been focusing on. Show us by your spirit the things that we focused on that we haven't even realized. And God, show us how to refocus. Father, I pray that we would have open hearts to hear from you, open hearts to learn and to grow. And God, I pray that throughout this series, you will help us to shift our focus back onto you, onto the things Jesus focused on. Help us to grow through this series together. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, I want to give you some discussion questions to talk about with your group before we conclude today, okay? The first question is this. 
What is the biggest thing currently fighting for your focus? Number two, are there specific areas where you need to refocus? And number three, what are some practical steps you are ready to take to help you refocus? All right, talk about those things with your group. Have a great week and we will see you for session number two.